Are you looking for great sports memorabilia with the fastest shipping in the industry? Check out auctionofchampions.com. The fastest growing sports memorabilia auction house in the country, Auction of Champions has a huge variety of PSA 10 graded rookie cards, the largest selection of Fanatics licensed jerseys, and the best customer service in the business. With all items authenticated by third-party companies like JSA and Beckett, check out auctionofchampions.com. Do you have valuable collectibles and worry what will happen if they're stolen? Wax Insurance is a mobile app that allows collectors to take care of all their insurance needs. Whether you collect watches, sports memorabilia, wine, fine art, you name it, Wax makes insuring what you care about incredibly easy. To get an immediate quote, download the Wax Insurance app and use promo code INSURE. Then take a picture of your item and provide some basic information. That's it. No extensive paperwork or need for third-party appraisals. Download the Wax Insurance app and use promo code INSURE. Sure today. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. But he has a shock in store for him. He has two great chances, Slim and none, and Slim's out of town. Pedro Fernandez. I wanted to do the right thing. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in San Francisco. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Often imitated but never duplicated. 37, make that 38 plus years now of knocking out all bums. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I am your modest host. I'm also a, an award-winning writer, four-time Golden Glove champion, so I think I know my way around the fight world. But if you want to correct me, you can. We have a toll-free 800 number, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or if you want to get me via text, you can as well. The studio text number? 415-275-1713. That's 415-275-1713. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, today we come to you on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius, XM, Satellite Radio, our brand new channel 217. So we're rocking and rolling on channel 217, Sirius, XM, Satellite Radio, both Saturday and Sunday, of course, at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on today's show. We'll take a look at the hottest division, not only because Canelo Alvarez is in it, because it looks like it's heating up. I'm talking about 168 pounds. We'll bring in boxing's PhD after the break, Mr. Socrates Palmer. We'll also talk about Manny Pacquiao and Ryan Garcia. Is it a real fight? Is it an exhibition? I'm not a big guy in exhibitions. I'll talk about that after the break because, you know, wrestling matches are exhibitions. In other words, you sort of know what's going to happen before they start. Mike Tyson, Vander Holyfield, uh, exhibition. Come on, let them fight for real in the Middle East, and we'll see what happens. Straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look into the world of boxing and MMA. After the break, more Ring Talk on Sports Byline.
What's in store this week at Staples? Everything you need for a totally productive workspace. Staples has the technology, supplies, and furniture you need to upgrade your workspace at amazing prices. Like right now, select chairs are 40% off. Plus, when you buy any office chair, get 25% off all desks, file cabinets, chair mats, bookcases, and lighting purchases. Shop in store or pick up curbside. Upgrade your workspace and save at Staples. See staplesconnect.com for details. Ends 2-27-21. In-store only. While supplies last. Curbside available at most stores. It's time to play Vomit or No Vomit. Brought to you by Nazine. First question, Mike. While watching football's big game, you decided to eat the biggest mess of food. Super nachos, wings, sliders. Now your stomach's boiling back up toward your pie hole. Do you A, vomit, B, drink the pink stop, C, take Nazine 4-Minute Formula. Take Nazine. Correct. Nazine's 4-Minute Formula quickly relieves stomach discomfort from overindulging. Get Nazine now in the purple box at Walmart or your favorite store. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800 449 1759. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He is the greatest fighter of all times next to me. Twelve minutes past the hour. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide for a Saturday, of course, coming to you the Saturday edition, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, live on Sports Byline Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time as well, live on Sports Byline, of course, coming to you from the Sports Byline Studios. You know, back when I was defending Golden Glove titles, they pulled this special weigh-in crap on me. They said it had to weigh in two weeks early at 141 pounds. In other words, the fight weight was 139 pounds, but you had to make 141 pounds two weeks before. They said they had to do this in order to bracket us all. And I thought they were trying to do it in order to make us old guys suffer a little bit. But the bottom line is, I weighed in at 141 at the Conquer Pavilion, which is about 25 or 30 miles from where I live. And on the way home, I stopped at the Sun Valley Dairy because I was supposed to buy some ice cream for a party. Well, I bought 24 ice cream cups, 24 of these little ice cream cups, 
I ate all 24 ice cream cups in the parking lot. I never went to the party. They never got the ice cream. The kids are still screaming. Bottom line is making weight is far more difficult than actual fighting. And I had sort of starved my way down to 141 and not done it the right way. I mean, had I been disciplined and, 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 and made weight as you're supposed to, it's a science. I was just crashing, okay? So I crashed a couple times there. But having made 139 a couple weeks later and done well, I guess it was okay. But at the end of the day, making weight is far more difficult than fighting people. I kid you not. On that note, we take it to the Bronx and bring in the Bronx Bomber himself, boxing's PhD, Mr. Socrates Palmer. And how are you? And uh, how's the uh, young man, Sebastian, doing? Sebastian's doing quite well. Uh, he's uh, growing every day, and very, very blessed to have him in our life. Thank you for asking. Okay, Puerto Rico. No, uh, excuse me, Puerto Rico, known for its boxing, um, you know, history, history, legacy, the whole nine. I think going to the names, but. They got a new kid on the block. His name is Berlanga. Edgar Berlanga, 16-0 with 16 first-round knockouts. Um, why do I think that, that he can't catch? Why is it I'm sort of inclined to believe the guys that run off these incredible knockout records somehow don't catch as well as guys that don't punch that well? Is it a myth? Am I, am I lost there? Talk to me. Well, you can only go by, by history. And uh, we have seen guys that are tremendous punchers, however, have suspect chins. You know, it's kind of like live by the sword, die by the sword. Um, one of my favorite fighters coming up uh, was Donald Curry back in the day. You know, tremendous puncher. But I believe he was stopped four times himself. Um, in recent memory, uh, uh, Randall Bailey, uh, tremendous knockout ratio. But he was stopped, I think, about three or four times himself. So historically, you do see that. Uh, Edgar Belanga, the jury's still out. I mean, he's 16-0 against very nondescript competition. Um, and I understand. I mean, the thing is, with fighters today, with, with when you, especially when you're with a monster company like Top Rank, your career is, is we're seeing it unfold on television. So there's those fights that maybe he would get against the, you know, the tomato can of the month, you're seeing it as opposed to just reading about it, you know. So, you know, the the jury's still out of my book, um, and so he fights someone credible. Uh, from my understanding, he's supposed to come back uh, into the mix in April against a the notorious TBA, so probably another knockout. And, and, and it's, it, it, they're building up a character, you know, and, and, I, and I respect that. That's his gimmick. He's a knockout fighter. You know, he's got this first-round knockout streak going. Um, but what's going to happen when he faces somebody that says, okay, you, you, you buzz me, let's see if you can take mine. That's that's what we're going to see, the true, if Edgar Berlang is a real fighter or not. He's a New Yorker, like myself, um, comes from a great lineage of, of Puerto Rican fighters, and, and he's kind of being seen as the guy to be the, the heir apparent and Top Rank has done a great job with the Puerto Rican fighters, um, Miguel Cotto, of course. And the New York fight scene really thrives on a Puerto Rican fighter. You know, when Felix Trinidad lost to Bernard Hopkins, another great puncher, um, New York boxing really suffered. And then Miguel Cotto was able to, to pick up kind of like right where he left off, and, and he sold out the garden many times. And, and I think that's what they're eventually looking at with Berlanga. Hello? 
You brought up, of course, Donald Curry, the Cobra from Texas, and of course they trained him hard. They, they used to train him like 12, 15 rounds sparring in the sun. I kid you not, in these hot gyms down there, and I think Fort Worth and around that area, straight up though, he was a good fighter. But I ask you this. How the hell did he lose to Lloyd Hunnigan? And didn't Lloyd Hunnigan lose to Jorge Vaca? And if ever there was a guy I could beat, now I'm not bragging or boasting, it was Jorge Vaca. That was uh, at one point considered maybe the greatest upset of all time when that happened. I remember on HBO. Um, sometimes you take a guy lightly. And uh, Lloyd Hunnigan, you know, some, he, he had his moment in the sun. You know, and don't you think his moment in the sun was he was when he flipped out psychologically or psychi- had a psychiatric hold put on him a few years ago? That was a little bit more bizarre than some of his in-the-ring antics. Yeah, he definitely has had a challenged life uh, post-ring. Um, but um, he's got his place in history, you know. He's kind of like the, like the Buster Douglas uh, of the welterweight division. You know, he had his moment. You know, speaking of Donald Curry, of course, him and Mike McCallum, that was my honeymoon fight. I took the, uh, the wife, the mother, my mother and my stepfather and the entire family went down to Las Vegas, of course, and, and watched his fight. And I told my stepfather to bet on McCallum. He was a bigger guy. I thought he would weigh in about 170 pounds. He'd be too big for, for, for Donald Curry, who was a welterweight coming up. And, uh, my stepfather kept saying to me, but he's two and a half to 100. I said, my grandpa, just listen to me. Right? So when Grandpa went and dropped 500 bucks on Mike McCallum, and I think he was like two and a half to one underdog, all right? So after the fight, Grandpa was bragging about how slick he was betting this 500 bucks, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Two and a half to one odds. But yeah, Mike McCallum starched him with one punch. That was one of, it's actually very underrated in terms of the great fight. They fought that fight at a close distance from the first round all the way until it ended. Um, and, and it was just, you were kind of like sitting on, on, on like pins and needles, like somebody's going to get hurt because they were throwing really nice shots. Mike McCallum, one of the underrated great fighters of all time, um, he, he put the Cobra to sleep. He was the mongoose that night, you know, and um, really, really good fight. One that stands out in my childhood. Um, very underrated. I, I would definitely recommend anybody to go back on YouTube and, and, and check that out. You know, Mike McCallum, of course, the body snatcher, what he's like 35 and 9, I think was his actual record as a pro. Um, I'll check that out. No, that was his amateur record. As a pro, he was 49 and 5 with 36 scales. Never got stopped. One draw. Um, he, you know, one time, oh, here's a good one. We're running, we're running around the MGM Grand Hotel. I think we're trying to find a press conference. It's post fight or something like that. We're going, and we can hear Don King scream, but we can't find him. We can hear him, but we can't find him. So we know, don't know exactly where he was. And Mike McCallum was with me and he said to me, he said, Pedro, why did you write that I was 39 years old or I was 40 years old? Whatever he wrote, whatever I wrote in Flash Magazine, I wrote that he was much older than he said he was because I had him, I traced him back to the 1974 Golden Gloves in Florida. Okay, so if he was 18 years old in 1974, I said add the numbers, hold on yards. So he's chasing me around the MGM game. We're having fun. He's, we're, this is a, Pedro, how could you say that? How could you say that? I said, but I also said, yeah, I think you're one of the greatest fighters of all time. And I think he was. I think the body snatcher was probably one of the most underrated fighters in history without a doubt. And, and I'll tell you the truth. Tommy Hearns ducked him. Sugar Ray Leonard ducked him. Marvin Hagler ducked him. Roberto Duran ducked him. None of those guys wanted any of McCallum. None of them. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, 
McCallum, uh, unfortunately, kind of got the bigger fight towards the end of his career um, for James Tony um, and um, uh, Roy Jones. He is Roy Jones, right? Um, oh, maybe too good for his own good, you know. And um, you, you mentioned those four legends. I mean, it's kind of hard to say that they ducked, but I guess I mean they never hooked it up, you know, for some reason. Um, I guess he was worth, wasn't worth the risk. Uh, but Mike McCallum, very underrated, uh, the body snatcher, uh, he lived in Brooklyn for a long time. I don't know if he still does, but, uh. Vegas, baby! Tough man, tough man, uh, Jamaican descent, I believe. Great fighter, no doubt about that, and a very, very, very proud, uh, native of Jamaica, and of course they're proud of him, the body snatcher note. I went down there, and all they wanted to talk about was Mike McCallum when we talked boxing in Jamaica. I was there on vacation, they were there, of course, to, um, talk boxing. Hey, Saki, you got another? You got another segment in you? Absolutely, sir. All right, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live World. When we come back after the break. I'll press boxing's PhD, Socrates Palmer, on a couple of other issues, including Ryan Garcia and Manny Pacquiao. Is it a fight? Is it an ex- exhibition? What the hell's going on there? We'll find out after the break. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. 
Call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. I hope that you understand that that one single person, not one single committee, can do anything for boxing. It is absolutely necessary that we all get together we work together, we respect each other, we like and love each other. I hope that we understand that by being public figures, we are targets for character assassination. I hope that we understand that we want to be leaders, we have to convince with actions to show always good faith, to love boxing and love boxers. We should not answer a slap with a slap, but with action and facts. I play Don Jose Suleiman because I pose that question to our boxing PAC, Socrates Palmer. Boxing sort of is, you know, split up as the country is politically. I mean, the bottom line is there's certain guys with certain promoters, and one promoter won't work with another in order to make a super fight. You know, back in the days when there were two basically super promoters, and Bob Arum and Don King, they hated each other in public, but in private they got together and made money. Why can't Al Heyman and Bob Arum and these guys all hook it up? Ah, oh, boy. I don't know if it's ego or just... The money, I mean, they must be making good money without each other, or else, you know, they, what, you know, why would they cut their nose to spite their face? Um, you know, like I always say, um, at the end of the day, the boxing fan is the one that gets hurt, uh, the most. Uh, then probably the fighters' legacies, uh, will always be in question. You know, were they really the best fighters of their era? Were they really the best welterweight at this, at this time? Uh, which is a dilemma that we have going on right now with Terrence Crawford and, and Errol Spence. You know, who's really the best 147 pounder? I mean, it depends on what side of the fence you're on. You know, if you're team PBC, you're gonna, you're screaming Errol Spence. If, if you, uh, favor the top rank in ESPN, then Bud is your man. Uh, the fighters are getting paid good nowadays, even without the mega fight. So maybe that clamoring, you know, kind of like, Grabbing a promoter by the lapel and say, "Hey, man, you know, I want this fight." You know, maybe that's part of the reason that it's not happening. But I don't want to get too far off your topic. Why? Why aren't these fights happening? I don't know. I guess the networks have to put the pressure on. I don't um, think it's a network suck. I mean, I don't know who's got to do it, but I mean, 
Charlo, the 160-pound Charlo, is stuck over there wherever he's at, Fox or Showtime, whatever, and he can keep fighting guys like Scott Cuddy, and it's not doing him any good. I mean, I I really don't think it is. As far as if he wants to make it to a to the superstar level, he's got to step up and fight Canelo Alvarez, at least make a move at 168, and, and great fighters move up and wait. Of course, that's why slam Marvin Hagler, the fact that he, you know, he made his bones by beating up on smaller guys, and Roberto Durant, who almost beat him, and Sugar Ray Leonard, who did beat him, and of course, the war with Tommy Hearns, and then his war with John Mugabe. Those were all guys that were smaller than Marvin Hagler. And Marvin himself wasn't necessarily a, a large middleweight. True. I mean, Got a his, good point there. About 5'9". Good, good, good point. Good point. You know, I, I used to watch him train at the. I tried watch him train in the last couple of days at Johnny Taco's gym for the for the Hearns fight, for the Duran fight, and for the Leonard fight, for all and the Mugabe fight as well. His last four fights. Um, it, it was quite an experience. Johnny Taco loved me, and he 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 brought me in there like I was his brother in this. And he said he said you can train. I said, What do you mean I can train? He goes, He goes, You don't worry about it. You can train. He goes, This is Marvin's time. He goes, No, you're my kid. You're my kid. And, and the reason why I bring that up is that, you know, he's been gone now, I think since 1993. And he was such a mentor. I remember going to Las Vegas the first time and him telling me, you want to do radio? This is what he said to me. You want to do radio? I said, yeah, I want to do, I want to do a boxing radio show. And Johnny Taco says to me, he goes, and you want to come to Vegas and do it? And I said, yeah. He goes, man, he goes, this town chews people up and spits them out. He goes, I don't think you're going to be able to make it. So when he did the last show with me a week before he died, he did the last show. He remembered that first show a decade or so prior. And he said, you know, remember when I, or when he met me in 1980, he said, you remember when I told you that you'd never make it in Vegas, son, blah, blah, blah. He goes, you're on three radio stations here. Anyway, the reason why I bring him up is that, of course, Johnny Taco's gym is still rocking and rolling. I was in, when the last time I was in Las Vegas, I always drive by and go to the parking lot, of course, behind the gym that's where um donald curry and and, and and the whole crew man i mean it was just we had a one we had wonderful times there Hagler trained there tyson trained there tyson also trained at the golden glove gym but back in the days when las vegas was happening and boxing was jumping johnny tacos was the place to go so i, I went off subject there let's go back to subject um ryan garcia and manny pacquiao is this a fight or is it an exhibition or is it just bs can it be a little bit of everything? <laughs> um, you know, at first, uh, you know, when the rumors started coming out, uh, it was a, a fight. Then it's, then something had came out the next day that it's an exhibition. Then I saw Ryan put something out that it's a fight. So, you know, to me, it's a, it, it's a joke if it's not a real fight. You know, what, why, you know, what's the point? I mean, it's not like, now as Manny Pacquiao was going say coming out of retirement, Okay, that's a different story. But Manny Pacquiao is still an active fighter, although he hasn't fought in, in a while since he defeated Thurman. But he's still an active fighter, and and, and I believe that he holds a a world title. Um, Ryan Garcia and Manny Pacquiao, the fight happened. Let it happen. I mean, it's kind of like the natural progression of boxing. I mean, we've seen this a million times with the the young the young star on the rise takes takes out the, the old legend, you know, in this case, it, it would be something that would springboard Ryan into megastardom, I mean, worldwide, I mean, beyond the Instagram. I mean, if he's able to retire Manny Pacquiao, it's a great fight. Right? You know, I hope it does happen. Um, now, if I'm Ryan Garcia, be careful what you, what you, what you ask for, you know. Uh, for some reason, this old man is still pretty damn good. 
And, and if you thought, you know, uh, Luke Campbell, you know, could punch a little bit. <laughs> okay. I, and Luke Campbell ain't nearly as fast as Manny Pacquiao's even at his age. Mikey Garcia making noise. Of course, he initially, he initially said a couple months ago after Teofimo Lopez upset Vasilo Machenko, he would drop to 135. Now he's back at 147. He wants to fight at 147. Lopez is, is Lopez headed for Australia? Is that almost certain? That's what it seems like. Um, it's just, uh, waiting on the official word from top rank. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm expecting that it, it happens probably sometime before, uh, the end of the month that they make that fight official. It's a good fight, you know. Cambosos is not great, but, you know, he fights in an exciting style. Um, you, you figure that he's going to be right in front of Teofimo Lopez, and that's pretty good. That's a pretty good thing if you're, you know, if you are, uh, promoting Teofimo Lopez. It, it's a fight that's tailor-made for Lopez to, to win in spectacular fashion. Um, I believe they know each other from, They've sparred before, so it's, there's no animosity from what I understand. And if they can make it in Australia in front of a crowd, that's, that's great. You okay. Know, I, I hope that happens. Question for you. Should kids, uh, should kids 10 years old be hitting, hitting each other in the head? Wow. Uh, I've seen it, you know, and I'm sure you've seen it. Um, you know, it's, it's a no, no. That's a yes or a no question there, Saki. I'm not gonna let you wiggle on that one. Should ten year old kids should they, should even if they had headgear on, should they be hit? Should they be getting hit with gloves? Um, I don't see anything wrong with it as long as it's controlled. You know, ooh, if it's, ooh. Not, I, I don't want to see, you know, you know, cockfighting. You know, just kids wailing away and just you know, if it's done controlled and sanctioned. Uh, I, I don't see anything wrong with it. Um, I know it's been done for a long time. Sock, let me say, let me say this. I won't mention their names, okay? All right. But I know four guys that boxed when they were eight, nine years old, okay? And they're all local. They were all pretty good amateurs. They're dead or they're punchy. There's no exception to the rule here. There's absolutely no exception to the rule. The brain is not set yet. And I think when you get in, pound around at nine and ten years old, I just don't think that's good. I mean, I got away with it boxing at 12. Having a few little smokers down to boys come in San Francisco, I got away with it, okay. But I just, man, if it was my kid, I would say no. Yeah, I mean, twelve, okay. You're just, you know, you're just about a teenager. Um, you know, it's, I don't know. I mean, you know what? It, they allow pop Warner football, you know, yeah. and and that's, you know, that's not a walk in the park. Kids get concussed with that and. And even soccer. Yeah, you know, I never got permission to box I mean, at all. I remember my mother found out, like, you know, through the grapevine. <laughs> well, you know, it's probably the best thing that ever happened to you. So your discipline got you in, in the shape that you still keep yourself at. And, you know, learn how to defend yourself, which is a pretty good thing mm. in the mean streets of San Fran, right? Yeah, I guess it's okay. Anyway, I've had a good run. I wish you the best. You have a great weekend. Kiss Sebastian. Of course, tell him the Ring Talk family is pulling for him every, each and every week to get bigger and stronger and keep eating his food and pooping and all that kind of good stuff. Just doing what Sebastian needs to do right now. Absolutely. Thank you so much, sir. Appreciate it. Enjoy your weekend and, uh, enjoy the Super Bowl tomorrow. Boxing. Who's going to real quick? Ten seconds. Who's going to win? I'm a Raider fan. There's no way I can root for Kansas City. Oh, I got to run then. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Sock copped out on the Super Bowl. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide.
Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week. I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now. And tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Do you own an annuity? Either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Now more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. When the night has come and the land is dark, guess who's singing here? Cuddy doesn't believe it, but this is a man that was born Cassius Clay in 1942. I'm talking about Muhammad Ali singing "Stand By Me." Of course, it was a hit by Ben E. King. Uh, formerly of the Drifters, I think it was with the Drifters, but the bottom line is he brought the song to the Drifters, they didn't want to do it, so he did it by himself and has sold more records than the Drifters ever sold in their entire lives or careers. Straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Muhammad Ali doing Stand By Me. I brought this up because there was a photo uh, of Joe Frazier and the Knockouts performing. You know, of all the heavyweights that I saw sing, 
And I think I saw Larry Holmes saying, I saw James Ellis, or Jimmy Ellis, or Ali used to tell me, you mean James Ellis? James Ellis and, and Ali singing there, you know, and Joe Frazier, and uh, not too many of these guys could sing too well. I mean, they weren't Lou Rawls, per se, but I gave give it to you this. We're going to have a special on Joe Frazier next week. In fact, we're going to bring in Richard Sloan. Sloan without the, of course, a guy from, from, from the Cronk Gym. He was, uh, 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 Joe Frazier was his mentor. He was he was just tight with Joe, no doubt about it. We'll talk about Joe, of course. We're approaching the 50th anniversary of, of Joe Frazier and Muhammad Ali, March 8th, 1971. Of course, the fight that stopped the entire world. Ali getting dropped in the 15th round, getting really hurt in the 12th round. But um, I tell you, it was it was the fight of the century. The world actually came to a stop. It came to a stop. I remember looking out the window, listening to the fight on the radio. I was a kid looking out the looking out the window. They weren't actually doing the fight on the radio. They would they would have a round. They would say round three is already over, and then they would tell you what happened around three. So it was like news, okay? But I remember looking out the window, and and there were no buses going by. I mean, there was nothing happening. The world had completely stopped. Of course, you'll get to enjoy that in depth <clears throat> next week. I hope to bring in Marvis Frazier, of course, the son of Joe Frazier, a guy that himself was a heavyweight contender, a bit. I think mismanaged by his father. I might even ask him that. I mean, you know, Marvis Frazier was a an outstanding amateur fighter. And what I mean by that is he was a boxer. He moved around. He was slick. I mean, he didn't punch all that hard. And then when he turned pro, Joe wanted him to throw smoke, you know, like Joe did with that left hook. And there's only one Joe Frazier. I mean, I, I will say this. Um, I didn't think Joe was the greatest heavyweight champion of all time. But I will say he had the greatest mental strength of any heavyweight champion I've ever seen. That first fight against Ali, that 15-round encounter, when I watched him like pull himself together mentally, his mental strength was concerned, i never seen a guy that mentally strong. Props to Joe Frazier, of course. <clears throat> the man that now has a statue, excuse me, in Philadelphia, of course, Rocky Balboa had a statue in Philadelphia, and that caused a bit of a stink, but Joe Frazier finally got his statue. Boxing a little bit slow? I don't think it's a little bit slow. Of course, I think things will be happening. Of course, Anthony Joshua... And Tyson Fury going to hook it up for the, uh, I guess, all of the heavyweight belts. There's like 19 belts out there. They're going to hook it up for 18 of the 19 belts or maybe 19 of the 20 belts or something like that. Anyway, it's going to go down in uh, the Middle East, and they have are arguing over who will be... Uh, who will be brought to the ring first? Who will be introduced first? That's what the fight's boiled down to. I guess that might be money. That might be money, but a lot of times it's ego. I remember telling you a couple of weeks ago, four nine ago, how's Jerry Cooney, then the number one ranked heavyweight contender in the world, <clears throat> How in 1982, when he fought uh, Larry Holmes, how he was introduced after Larry. In other words, they introduced the heavyweight champion of the world first, Larry Holmes, and then they introduced Jerry Cooney, the White Hope second. Of course, that infuriated Larry. Of course, Larry and Jerry are good friends now, but, man, that just had the bad blood going. And that's why I think that when Larry could have stopped him in the second round, Larry let let Jerry stick around a little, bit, a little while longer so he could play some more bongos on his head. Well, it looks like Floyd Mayweather still wants to come back some more. Was he almost 50 years old now, 48 years old? Um, wants to fight 50 Cent, the rapper. I mean, come on, man. And it was like, it was, he wanted to fight that other US, uh, that other YouTube clown a couple of weeks ago. I mean, you know, <clears throat> it's all fine and dandy, I guess, if you want to do this kind of stuff, but the bottom line is he's suckering some of you out there into paying for it. Of course, you were the same people that, that bought into him being a, a great fighter. I mean, I couldn't believe that. He pulled off the greatest con in the history of boxing. And take that, take that back. In American history, since Paul Newman and Robert Redford in the movie called The Sting, which was all about one big con. Okay, so I think the Mayweather career, I think it was a sting. I just think it was a big sting. I mean, 
Granted, he fought guys, but he didn't fight guys. He boxed guys. And, of course, that safety first stuff, that might make it with some of you. But the bottom line is you have to dare to be great. And he never dared to be great. In fact, you have to gamble to be great. I remember Ray Leonard telling me that in 1989 we're sitting around a, a hot tub in in uh, West Palm Beach, Florida. And him telling me, I said, what, Ray, what's the difference between a good fighter and a great fighter? He said, the, the willingness to gamble. You've got to be able to gamble, okay? Well, Floyd Mayweather never gambled in like 48 or 49 fights. And the fact that he had to fight the, uh, the, the kickboxer and the MMA guy, he, of course, he just got beat a fortnight ago. I'm talking about Dustin Poirier, of course, lighting up Conor McGregor. But he had to fight Conor McGregor and come back, made a fortune doing that. So I guess he figures he can make a fortune basically fighting just anybody, just appearing like, and of course, he fought some Japanese guy, made a few million bucks a few months ago. So the bottom line is, why doesn't he just go away? I'm talking about Floyd Mayweather. Just go away, man. If you want to promote, that's fine. Push Devin Haney to the upper echelons of the lightweight division. Make him more than the email champion. Of course, he is a WBC champion. Make him more than the email champion. Of course, Tiafimo Lopez calls him the email champion. Of course, we talked earlier about Lopez, the undefeated lightweight champion. Was he's 17-0 now, of course, coming to us from... Uh, his people are from Honduras, but he's from Brooklyn. Of course, he's going down to Australia to take on Mr. Cal- Calabrasas, and that should be a good fight for as long as it lasts because the Australian's tough, and he likes to come forward, so it should be an action fight. Um, outside of that, somebody sent me a, a text this week asking about Larry Holmes. And of course, we had Larry on the show a couple of weeks ago. Larry's just kicking it. You know, he's just kicking it in, in eastern Pennsylvania. He sort of likes being retired and old, and he sort of sounded a little lazy when I talked to him on the phone a couple weeks ago. Said the wife was in the kitchen cooking where she needed to be or something like that. You know, just typical Larry Holmes. But Larry is underrated, without a doubt. I mean, when you look back at history, I remember him sparring with Muhammad Ali, seeing films of this, this guy sparring with Muhammad Ali in the 1970s and saying to myself, who is this guy? Who is this sparring partner? Well, he turned out to be the Eastern Assassin. Of course, shorted in the 72 Olympics, didn't make it to the Olympics per se, but he was a man without a doubt. I mean, as far as heavyweights were concerned, he went undefeated, captured the uh, WBC heavyweight title in 1978 with that 15-round decision over Ken Norton. Of course, Ken Norton, and he went 14 rounds, and the fight was even. 7-7 seven, seven on two of the three, two of the three scorecards, I believe. Maybe all three scorecards. Anyway, the 15th round determined who would be champion. And later that night, Larry Holmes and his wife, and he's still married to her, they both took a dip in the Caesars Palace swimming pool with their clothes on. I kid you not. And you know, Larry gets a lot of rip. He gets a lot of heat for his, you know, saying that Larry, that Rocky Marciano couldn't carry his jock strap and all that kind of good stuff. Of course, he didn't bust Marciano's record. Marciano was like 49 and 0 as a heavyweight champion. Larry was 48 and 0. He took on Michael Spinks. Um, it was a questionable fight as far as the decision was concerned after 15 rounds. I was there. I was saying to myself, man, what the hell is going on here? I mean, you know, that's, this is just, this is sort of like a tough fight to score, a real, real tough fight to score. As it turns out to be, it was a decision for Spinks. Of course, Spinks would come back and win a decision in the rematch. And it was basically the red, the end of Larry Holmes' big run as heavyweight. Of course, he would come back, a comeback fight against Mike Tyson where he got bounced off the canvas. And you remember him, him appearing on the show. And I asked him, you know, Larry, why would you come back and want to fight this monster? Why would you want to fight him? And he said, because, you know... I need to pay for a building. I said, what do you mean you need to pay for a building? He goes, well, I just bought this building, this this office building, for three and a half million bucks. I need to pay for it. So I, you know, called Don King and said, I need a fight. So he got me three and a half million bucks to fight this fight against uh, Mike Tyson. I'm going to go out there and give it my all. He was 38 years old, much like Muhammad Ali in 1980 when he took on Larry Holmes. Of course, the 
that fateful night, October 2nd, 1980. I'll never, ever forget it. I was there. I remember, you know, we're in Vegas for the very first time, me and my crew, my cousin John, John Hector Martinez was there, the Durant's former manager and the amateur standout. We were all kicking it in Vegas. But after that, after Ali got lit up like that, we weren't. We weren't celebrate. We weren't in a celebratory mood, of course. And then the next day, I remember going to the press conference at Caesar's Palace, and this was a day. This was a time when you could actually walk. They were sitting on a dice in a room where you could actually walk up to Muhammad Ali and ask him to sign an autograph. So when I walked up to him, I remember telling Mister Mister Larry was in, was sort of first there. And I remember good fight, Mister Holmes, something to that extent. To extent, and I moved down to Ali, and tears started forming. Tears started rolling out of my eyes. I just couldn't control it because here was Muhammad Ali wearing sunglasses, and he was all beat up. I mean, this is the this was like my hero of heroes. I mean, he was all beat up and I remember my, you know, I was thinking about my dad and my grandfather and, and my uncles and all this kind of good stuff. And uh, they all had different views of Muhammad Ali or Cassius Clay or call it what you want. But here he was sitting in front of me, a 38 year old man beaten up wearing a pair of sunglasses, you know, to hide the wounds that he, he had gotten the night before from Larry Holmes. That was probably the saddest day of my boxing life, October 3rd, 1980, to sit there at that press conference and watch him. And the reason why I bring that up is I was going through some, uh, some old scrapbooks this week, and I found that that autograph that Muhammad Ali gave me October third, nineteen eighty. That was a bit of a, a, a memorable event. But you know what? You have to realize that, like like Socrates said a little bit earlier, <clears throat> boxing young eats boxing old. It's just the way it is. I mean, it's, it's it's just the way it is. It's like that in just about any sport, but in boxing, the blood shows, so it's more evident. Okay, I'm telling you, the young guys always chew up on the old guys. This is the way it's done. Speaking of young guys and old guys, he's not young and he's not old, but he is the champ as far as 168 pounds. And of course, Canelo Alvarez, he's going to take on a guy, of course, the number one WBC contender, Avni Yildirim. Of course, he's like 21 and 2, 12 KOs. Of course, he's going to be trained by Joel Diaz. Joel Diaz says big things are going to happen here. Of course, he's got to say that. Good luck with that. I don't think Canelo is going to take anybody uh, on right now that even is a threat to him. I just don't. In fact, the guys that he's fighting, according to my Mexican sources, are not endearing him with the Mexican fans. In other words, they're sort of ticked off that Canelo Alvarez keeps fighting guys like Scott Cuddy and Pedro Fernandez and, to a lesser extent, Hector Martinez, uh-uh, and things like that. Um, you know, I mean, he, they, he they're just tired of it. I mean, he's going to fight this the number one guy, the number one WBC guy here, and I guess that's all good. Mr. Abney, wish him the well. Of course, that's going to go down February 27th on the zone. Of course, he's signed with the zone, I guess, for a couple of fights. The next two fights, the next fight will be with Billy Joe Sanders in May. Sanders, an undefeated gypsy coming to us from the U.K., holds the WBO 168-pound belt. He's undefeated. And, of course, after that... What's he going to do? I think he needs to fight one of the, I think the Charlo brother needs to step up the 168. Or, 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 get this. Him and Charlo agreed to do a fight at 164. Let's go halfway in between. Let's go, let's go, let's go right down the middle in between. If this fight's to be made, let's make some sacrifices on both sides. Of course, Canelo's saying, well, I'm the king. Bring it all to me. Bring it all to me. Bring it all to me. Well, King might have to make a little sacrifice here in order to make a super fight. And if you think you can beat Charlo, of course, Charlo, a black boxer with good, fast, Boxing skills in American uh, uh, fighter pro, 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 pro. How can I put this? He's built the way American boxers are built. Canelo Alvarez, of course, tries to build that that Mexican style. Tries to incorporate that Mexican style with some American stuff. Of course, he's really gotten better as far as his defense is concerned. And the fact that he says the condition year round is something that you know Mexican fighters have never done in the past. So, like I guess Larry Holmes says, I like Mary Merchant keeps saying Canelo Alvarez dares to be great. 
I mean, the fact that, you know, he could be ready on four to five weeks notice to make 168 pounds sort of tells me that maybe he can make 168 if he had a couple more weeks. But, you know, eight pounds is a killer. I talked earlier about making weight, about having to make 141 a couple weeks before a Golden Glove fight and eating 24 ice cream cups at the Sun Valley Dairy afterwards and this and that. You know, got sick, got stomach, got a stomach ache in the whole nine yards. But, you know, when you sacrifice... Things just, just go off the hook. They just go off the hook. I mean, there's no, you just, you have no restraints. I mean, you've, you've sacrificed like, for, I remember I didn't eat for 36 hours. Didn't eat or drink any water. I had a couple of ice cubes. My mother used to make me these, these Kool-Aid flavored ice cubes that I would sort of sweat down and wait to and just chomp on ice cubes like for a day, a day and a half. I kid you not, Kool-Aid flavored ice cubes. Outside of the ice cubes, there was no food for the kid. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking to the world of Boxing and MMA. Time to have some fun with the Tower of Power. Um, thank y'all for tuning in. All the fans around the world, we love y'all. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years. People have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. 
Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I'm sorry for anyone I let down with this performance. I promise you I wanted this more than anything. Mom told me it's not bragging when you're telling the truth. Then I found out later that she had stolen that line from Muhammad Ali. Straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The UFC rocking and rolling tonight with heavyweights coming to you from Las Vegas in their Apex Center. Alistair Overeem, the former Strikeforce champion, 47 and 18, taking on Alexander Volkov. The guy's like six foot seven, 32 and 8. Timber, something's going to fall here. And the co-feature... Cody Sandhagen's taking on Frankie Edgar. Of course, Frankie Edgar, the former lightweight champion, now fighting at 135 pounds, dropping 20 pounds. I kid you not. Straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA. Of course, we come to you each and every Saturday and Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific time. As far as the boxing world is concerned, the 13th, of course, next week, take it back. There is a fight today coming to us from the Across the Pond on ESPN+. Plus. It's Kareem Griffey versus Lee McGregor, some European title. That's February 6th, ESPN+. Plus. ESPN+, Plus is, goes dead next week. Of course, the 13th, they've got ESPN, Joe Smith Jr. versus Maxim Vlasov for the WBLite heavyweight title. Richard Comey's in the co-feature. The 13th, Jojo Diaz is going to be on the zone. Um, there's a couple of good fights on the zone that day. The 13th, the zone's got another card. Josh Warrington and Mauricio Lara. Of course, 17th, Showtime comes back with Jackson Baraka Chica versus Mark Reyes. So, boxing's rocking and rolling. 19th, ESPN Plus coming back with the British lightweight title, Liam Walsh. Wasn't he fighting at 140? Now fighting 135, taking on Paul Highland Jr. So boxing's rocking and rolling. You always go to places like boxrec.com or fightnews.com or boxingscene.com. Of course, those are probably the best websites as far as boxing is concerned. Of course, the USC and go to suredog.com maybe or uh, bloodyelbow.com. Straight up, those are your websites as far as boxing and MMA is concerned that I recommend. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it, 35, make that 37. No, no, 38-plus years now. I'm knocking out all bums. Check out the Sunday edition. We're bringing Larry Mercer. We're going to celebrate his 90th birthday tomorrow on Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the Sunday edition with Larry Merchant, Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 217, and a thousand other internet platforms. Be there or be square. Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, right here on Sports Byline, Larry Merchant's 90th birthday party. Wait. 